Welcome to our morning take. This is a podcast where we try to tell you a little bit about the movie going on in our head uh, about biblical stories. And uh, usually I'm, uh, I'm Frank Johnson. I'm usually uh, accompanied by my co-host, Abraham Lawrence. He hasn't been here in so long. I forgot his name almost. Mm. But instead, I have Nicholas Seaman. Yeah. And pretty soon it might just be the Johnson and Seaman show. <laughs> <laughs> it will be for this week anyway. <laughs> Now, I can't wait for Abe to get back. He'll be back next week. This is episode number 73. It is uh, April the 19th. If you have not filed your taxes, you now have a penalty. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you let that day go by. I know people are saying right now, like, doggone, I knew there was something I was supposed to do. <laughs> and, and you know who that guy is? Me. <laughs> knew there was something I was supposed to do yesterday. All right. Uh, anyway, we're uh, studying this Jonah, this Jonah story. And uh, the captain has come down, asked Jonah, what in the world's going on? You're not. You're not concerned. Are you uh, sleeping? Yeah. Are you sleeping, brother Jonah? <laughs> or no, it's Jonah. Sorry. We're about to die. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cast lots uh, so that we can find out who's uh, the problem. And, of course, when they cast the lots, they find out that it's Jonah. Hmm. And um, do you know what Jonah's name means in the Hebrew? I don't know if you knew this or not. No. I, I'm just full of these little, little facts. Uh, I know Simon Peter, he's called Bar-Jonah, isn't he, too? His, uh, which means son of the Jonah. The son of Jonah, yeah. Yeah. Which, which I thought, I remember, when I looked that up, it told what that means, but I, like everything else, I forgot. Simon Bar-Sinister. <laughs> means the son of Sinister. Oh, man. <laughs> you don't remember that, right? From uh, Do you remember that? Uh, oh, no. what stupid story. Abraham was actually the one that tells me that. It's on... Uh, Oh, it used to be a cartoon. Uh, hey, Rocky, why don't you pull the rabbit out of my hat? Oh, uh, Rocky and Bullwinkle? or The Rocky and Bullwinkle show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so they had that one guy, you know, that little evil side. Oh, yeah, thing. yeah. My name is Simon Bar Sinister. And that's what that means, uh, Simon, the son of Sinister. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's what that means. Oh, man. I tell you, see see what you guys get from the pod. Those are all free. We didn't yeah. charge you a, a dime for any of that. Okay, well, so I'm learning some every day. <laughs> Back to the Jonah story. <laughs> Tell us now, uh, when, whose account this calamity struck? Uh, what's your occupation? Where do you come from? What's your country? What uh, From what people are you? Man, I'm telling you, they're just <laughs> hurling these questions at him. I don't know if he can get any of them out. Uh, but when he tells them he's a Hebrew, uh, that tells them everything they need to know. I fear the Lord God of heaven who made the sea yeah. and the dry land. And then the men became extremely frightened. Like, if they weren't afraid before, <laughs> now we've got a Hebrew yeah. that obviously is not supposed to be doing what he's supposed to be doing, and uh, we got to get him off the boat. So um, <clears throat> they said, well, well, what can we do so that the sea may become calm for us? I mean, literally, we're all going to die. And uh, he says to them, uh, verse 12, pick me up and throw me into the sea, and the sea will become calm for you, for I know that on account of me, this great storm has come upon you. Now, Jonah doesn't know that God's preparing a whale mm -mm. or a fish. I shouldn't have said whale, but a, a, a fish. So what's he saying, Nick? He's saying, I don't care if I die. I wonder if that's why he was able to fall asleep. He just got to the point where, you know, he's done. He just blew all of his money on this ticket to Tarshish. In a you know, and I know we're, we're usually pretty light on this show and stuff like that, but, but you know, sometimes uh, it's heavy. And this is really heavy because yeah. what it, it, it really shows you. Jonah was extremely depressed. Yeah. And that's why you're right. That's why he could mm -hmm. sleep during the storm. Yeah. And he really just does not care. Mm -hmm. And he understands God's not going to let me out of this thing. Yeah. So I guess he's just going to kill me because I didn't do mm -hmm. what he told me to do. 
All right. So uh, we can outline the book of Jonah, and there were four things that Jonah did about God's will. First off, he ran from God's will. And then secondly, he submitted to God's will. And then he fulfilled God's will. Mm. And then he questioned God's will. Mm. So if you want to do a four-point sermon on Jonah, that's, yeah. there's your four points right there. Yeah. So he realizes now, I have just, you know, I have, uh, I'm running from God, and he's not going to let me do that. So I guess I'm just going to die. Now, he doesn't actually commit suicide. He might have even still had those suicidal things in his head that not supposed to commit suicide. But if they throw me overboard, well, you know. Yeah. So the men are a little concerned about this, aren't they? Mm-hmm. So verse 13, they said, uh, well, where did they say? Uh, verse 14, then they called on the Lord and said, we earnestly pray, O Lord, do not let us perish on account of this man's life and do not put innocent blood on us. For you, O Lord, have done as you have pleased. Hmm. So even the men on the boat, look how much theology they already know. Yeah. And the first Jonah off, they, inadvertently evangelized to him. <laughs> he really did. You know, that's, yeah. that's the odd thing. It's yeah. like everybody in this whole book comes to God mm-hmm. except Jonah. Yeah. He's the only right. one that doesn't get it. Yeah, Everyone else in the book gets it. God's God is. He'll work through yeah. someone like Jonah to yeah. bring about his purpose. That's awesome. Yeah. I remember when I preached this, uh, mm-hmm. it's like that's one of the things that just glares at you is that Jonah's the only one in this whole story that doesn't seem to get the story. Yeah. Captain gets it. The the guys get it. The people of Nineveh get it. The king mm-hmm. of Nineveh gets it. Yeah. But Jonah don't get it. Anyway, uh, so they picked up Jonah. They threw him into the sea, and the sea stopped its raging. And you know what? That had to be pretty terrifying, too. Mm. You know, when Jesus got up out of the boat after they were in that big storm in the Mediterranean and or I'm sorry, on the Sea of Galilee, and, and the disciples were all excited and and they were afraid, and, and and you know they were sailors, yeah, and they knew that this storm had to be horrible, and they wake yeah. Jesus up and they're like, "What in the world? We're going to die! Lord, save us!" And he's like, "Oh, ye of little faith, yeah." And then all he says is, "Peace, be still," and the waves stopped. <coughs> now, scientifically, that's impossible, right? Because if you stopped a storm right now, the rocking of the boat would go on for at least another five, seven, eight minutes just from mm-hmm. the waves being as big as... No, it became calm. Yeah. And then it said they were terrified. Yeah, you're right. Because they realized God is in the boat. Yeah, because they could have thrown him over like, well, kind of a coincidence, but like by now there's not a coincidence. They throw him in. And I believe when they threw him in... The waves covered up Jonah. Now, that I believe, because as it seems to say in Jonah's prayer in chapter 2, it seems to allude to the fact that the waves covered him up. He literally thought he was just going to die. And then God prepared a fish. So I don't even think the sailors knew that. Like they, like the fish didn't come up as they threw him over and swallow him up. Like, that would have yeah. been something. They would have been like, whoa. <laughs> Two got swallowed by a big fish, but yeah. I don't think they. Uh, I don't think they. They just threw him over, but the sea became calm, and of course, uh, the men feared the Lord greatly, and they offered sacrifice to the Lord, and they made vows. Wow, I mean, they made promises. Wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. If you just seen something like that happen, man, you'd be like, yeah. "Dude, man, when I get home, when we get back to wherever they're going, or maybe Tarsus is their home. Who knows? Yeah, but uh, wherever they're going." I'm finding me a 
temple someplace. I'm gonna find me a tabernacle and make sacrifice to this God, but the Hebrew God, because yeah. He is the real God. Yeah, He's the real deal. Yeah, we've been serving this Dagon and all these other people. They've never done anything like that, but God did. Hmm. And jo- and the Lord appo- appointed a great fish, and of course that's uh, true. I think it says whale in the King James version, but I believe it's the only version out there that, that says whale at this point, mm-hmm. uh, because it's not a whale. It's not even the Hebrew word for whale. It's a yeah. totally different word. So we do know that it was not a whale. Uh, so for you scientists out there that say that there's no way Jonah could have survived three days in the belly of a whale, you're absolutely right. It, he could not have. He would have literally looked. Uh, he'd have already been processed uh, food by three <laughs> days. But God prepared a great fish that didn't need to digest anything. Yeah. It might have been the only thing this fish did its entire life Yeah, was swallow Jonah and spit him back out. Could have been a giant grouper or something, like a huge one. Yeah. Who knows? And Jonah was in the stomach of the fish three days and three nights. So there you go. Hmm. That's a nice little story. Right? Yeah. The end. <laughs> I don't think it was the end for Jonah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Probably thought so, though, when he went overboard. Oh, I bet. See y'all tomorrow.